So, hello and welcome to this episode um, of FOFOP. Uh, it's the first one for 2014. Or well, the first official. Dave Anthony's here, I should mention that. Boy, did we start out with a horrible subject. Yeah, uh, look, uh, we, I don't know how we even got onto it, because uh, we're recording this at the end. Yeah. This is like a Christopher Nolan film. It is. Um, this we, we got onto a pretty serious topic on this, um, and... I don't know if this episode's going to be for everybody. Yes. And so if you... Uh, if Look, I don't even want to say what it is up the top and sort of... What I want to say is if you get on... Like, if a few minutes in, you feel like, oh, hang on, maybe this is, episode isn't for me. Then it's not for you. Then it's not for you. Yeah. Trust your instincts. Turn it off. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We debated a little at the end about whether I would put this up at all, but... But I think, I think overall... Our discussion was reasoned and not offensive and, you know. Right. And we didn't plan to talk about this, so if there are some flaws in the logic or the story along the way, yeah. it was it was it purely just kind of came up on the top of our head. But it's a conversation. Right. I'm going to put it up anyway. I think. Okay. All right. Here's John Diggs. <laughs> the following episode of FOFOP is classified M.A., it contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen-shaped hole, and mild coarse language. FOFOP advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is TOEFOP. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I am Will Anderson and guest Charlie Corson, number one. Dave Anthony is back. Hello, Dave. Hello. Fresh from an audition. Yes, that's why my hair is really big. Yeah, I, I liked it. So, uh, uh, did, were they, did they ask for a big head man? No, but they said... Uh, <laughs> you uh, read it and you were just like, this guy would have big hair. The, well, yeah, I did. <laughs> they said, uh, like, Randy Quaid from Vacation or uh, Jonah uh, uh, Hill from uh, The Wolf of Wall Street and, and said eclectic uncle. So I was like, all right, I'll just make my hair big. Right. <laughs> that is. But I'll tell you what, though... Like, I can see why they got you to read for that part. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's the description, like yeah, a little Randy Clyde, a little Jonah Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it works. That's definitely you. Yeah, I can do that. When you walked into the room, did you feel like they were like, yeah, this no, is... No, it was just one guy, and he was just like, all right, come on, get in here and do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen a bunch of guys that day who look exactly like you. <laughs> totally. He's like, all right, yeah, another one. Okay. There's three big-haired guys. There's three guys in LA that have my hair, so we always see each other at auditions. One of them was there. Yeah. There was a girl that looked like she was 10, who was 16. It, when she what, said her the same age, part? when you when you when you auditioning, you're a kid. You have to say, "I'm I'm Angela, uh, you know, Sanchez, and I'm." And you say your age. Right. So she does it, and everyone in the room just stops. And looks at her and she goes, I know I look really young. And everyone's like, no, it's beyond. It's crazy how you look. She goes, I know, I'm going to totally milk it. We're like, you're... I mean, she looked like Emmanuel... uh, What's his name? Emmanuel Lewis. Lewis. Like she had that sort of... Like Webster. Yeah, like she had that Like a female Webster. (laughs) 
female White Webster. Right. Yeah, the White Webster. It was really weird. <laughs> but then I looked oh, down well, and this, she had... She just, had like, I've got to say to her, like if she's listening into this, um, that is a good opportunity just there that we've pitched. But here's like, the, you know, it's like, <laughs> guys, right. It's like Webster. Like, you know how we're bringing yeah. everything back? Yeah, let's bring Webster. Back. Webster. But here's our twist. Yeah. Webster is a girl. Yeah. And she's white. Yes! Yes! It's so easy. That's heaps better than the old version. <laughs> okay, but here's the weird thing. So the guy who's running the thing is keeps getting, he's really, he goes, it's so weird. And I look down at her, and I, then I realize she's got, like, breasts. Yeah. So if her breasts keep growing, yeah. she's going to look like this tiny girl with huge breasts. Right. And then it's weird. Oh, uh, I know, but you've got to think <laughs> there's a market for that. Right? I don't think that's the right word. A niche. <laughs> a file in a government building. A fetish, you mean? Well, I'm, isn't it kind of the... Couldn't she be helpful for, like, you know, men who... Like you pedophiles? <laughs> well, not quite pedophiles. You know, I mean, people who are right. pedophilish. Ped, they're, they're, it's not. There's another word for it. Because I got called out by someone for calling uh, Ted Nugent a pedophile. Because he's not. If you're into teenage girls, it's not pedophilia. It's a different word. I mean, legally it is. Legally, legally it's, it's pedophilia, but, right? But a psychological yeah. term. It's different. It's called different something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that would be true. And there are certainly people out there. And look, uh, people have heard me touch on this before, but I, I have a friend, uh, well, had a friend, or I don't, I don't even know how to frame that part of the conversation. Right. Uh, a person I know uh, went to jail for um, downloading pornographic images of children. Really? Most confronting thing that I've ever dealt with in my life. Was he a close friend? No. Nope. But like a person that I have known since high school. Yeah. And a person that... I had, in every encounter I'd ever had with this person, had a pleasant time. Yeah. No, like, firstly, like, I don't know why we think we have this inherent, like, radar. We all think we're great at picking, like, if someone, like, you know what I mean? Like, people are like, oh, I'm great if I, I'm yeah. great at picking gay people. I always yeah. know if someone's gay. Or, like, everyone has their thing that they're like, oh, yeah, I always get a sense from people that, yeah. like, I, I'm not sure that I was ever so proudly, like, oh, I think that I can, but I, I just know thought. pedophiles. Pedar. Well, well, you know. <laughs> I have great pedar. <laughs> As a guy who owns a van myself and occasionally drives slowly past the school because you're meant to. Yes. They put those signs up. It says slow. It says slow. Put bumps. What slow am I going to do? children. Um, no. Uh, my. I just never got a bad feeling about him. Right. About anything. Right. Right. So when it happened. Like, uh, it, like it's really funny because I've talked about this with uh, with other friends, like privately. Yeah. And 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 a lot of them just went, nah, that's it." You know, like you can't, like it doesn't matter what we think of him or that we're his friends. He's been accused of this thing, particularly when it first happened, right? So when but if when he's we been all... accused of it, you can't jump to that. You still gotta wait it out. Well, it's interesting, like, for, for me to pick your brains on this, because you don't know this person. Right. And and most of the people that I talk to about this knew them, so their opinions are clouded by that, right? right. So I, I'd love to hear what you think as an outsider. And, again, uh, it's weird. I, I, don't, I don't even really want to talk about, you know... I'm not going to name the person. Mm-hmm. Like, there's most of the people who are listening to this will know exactly who I'm oh, talking really? about. Yeah, because he okay. was a celebrity person oh, as well. Oh, okay. Um, so... Colossal. Right. 
<laughs> why did Charlie have to? This is the episode we were explaining why Charlie had to leave the podcast. <laughs> And what a weird way we're doing it. <laughs> uh, I just told you this off air, but uh, I just posted an episode that was actually the second ever episode that yeah. you and I recorded together. Yeah. Uh, and there's some fun stuff at the end that I just mentioned to you about the fact that, you know, you predicted me if you'll ever be back on the show. Oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, you asking me how often it'll come out, but my favourite thing was, and uh, that I explained uh, what Fofop stood for, <laughs> and I've been That's so right. mad at people since then. Asking. Keep going. What does it say? I said, I'm sure we talked about it on the podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we did on that one that I never put up. So. <laughs> Apologies to anyone I've blocked on Twitter because I thought you were an idiot. It's because I was sitting really low under the mic. So you you're on a beanbag and you yeah. get falling away from the mic. Because I think I was drunk at that point. Well, you know what the other thing is? That we've got a different setup now. Like we're here um, on the new recorder and today for the very first time ever, we have like uh, like pop shields or like whatever oh, on the yeah. microphones. Oh, look at that. So I'm hoping yeah. that that might even improve the sound a little bit more. Although, what do you think about the crazy construction happening where they're knocking that building down well you know what like last time when we recorded up we're up on the roof again today and last time we recorded on the roof we were explaining that there was a lot of sirens and a lot of ambulances yep. and like and you, you couldn't, couldn't really hear, hear them that much okay. so i think as long as we talk into the microphone you couldn't hear the you couldn't hear <laughs> the car crash last time right <laughs> yeah i think we described it very well though yeah we know how to paint a picture for people with words. So, but I just want to kind of run you through more, rather than, you know, talking about this person specifically, run you through my experience in relation to okay. what happened. So, this is a person that I've known since high school. Yeah. Right? This is a person who then started doing, like, comedy, and I definitely helped out a few times. Uh-huh. Because, you know, he was a dude I knew from high school, right. and that I'd like... In fact, we did a... Um, at high school, uh, we did a... Um, an act together at like a high school like a musical or something like you really? know like one of those days where they put on like a, yeah. everyone has to do like a bit of a performance yeah we we did a version of um cliff richard and the young ones do you know who the young ones are yes right the, the seminal british comedy yes. show the young ones uh so they had put out a um cover version of uh, cliff richard's living doll and Maybe a sneeze. Yep, it happened. <laughs> well, that'll just sound good the microphones. <laughs> uh, I sneeze so much more. In L.A.? In L.A. Oh, that's just because the air is horribly polluted. I assume that's what it is. But it takes... the, the funny thing to me is that I always think that because the only other times that I sneeze this much are on the rare occasions in my life, uh, and they're rare because of the fact that I sneeze like this when yeah. I do them, that I've taken the drug cocaine. Oh, but then, yeah, that's also a thing. Oh, my God. Like, But I am the worst. Like, uh, there is no, I've never had, you, you know, really? like, because I'm in a town now where compared to Australian standards, you could just buy, like, all the cocaine in the world oh, for, yeah. like, the coins I don't understand. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, a dude will come around and go, oh, yeah, I'll just take those coins that you don't understand. <laughs> Here's more cocaine than you'll ever need in your life. Yeah. And everyone always says to me, like, you know, because I guess they, because I assume, because I talk about smoking pot and whatever, that, like, people are like, oh, you know, you must be some wild crow. Like, no. like. The times in my life, the rare times in my life I ever tried cocaine, the week of me sneezing was never... You, you, you couldn't oh, stop sneezing? Well, I could not stop sneezing well, for a week. It was you, never worth whatever small amount of fun I had when I was on the drug. That's why you should shoot it. Right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a man of solutions. I, when I moved here, uh, a guy, this, this couple, friends with my fiancé at the time, 
uh, we go over to their house, and he's just been here for like four months, and he's wearing a, a mask over his face. He's living in the valley because he's like, I can't take the, I can't take all the pollution. Is he wearing it like in his house or just? Out? Yeah, we were out in the backyard, and he had and it he on. Put the mask and on. he puts the mask on whenever he goes outside, even when he has company over. Yeah, and he, it That's was just weird. weird. And uh, but I, I had also is noticed, it like a small like one of those Japanese masks? That, yeah, it was like one of those little crazy or, masks not some where you're like not like a Bane mask. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was a gas mask. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd set off uh, mustard gas in the backyard. <laughs> we wake up two days later. Humble home. <laughs> yeah, so he he was like, I, I, I get really tired all the time. And then I was like, oh, my God. And I realized that ever since I had moved here, in the afternoons, I would get super exhausted. And right. that went on for like a year until my body adjusted to the pollution. Oh, and it's basically, well, it's just carbon monoxide poisoning, isn't it? I don't know. So basically, I mean, because it's the same thing, and like, I mean this with no disrespect, but it's the same thing when people like put a, a, you know, try to kill themselves using their car. They they basically just shut the garage door and put a hose out. Right. like, well, that's what it's polluting out into the atmosphere. Yeah, basically. I mean, and that's here what there's LA enough is. that essentially <laughs> an entire city is committing suicide yeah. by car. Yeah, that's the plan. Right. <laughs> How did Nana commit euthanasia? Yeah. She went for a jog at three. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, when I first when I first moved here, I used to jog. And uh, my 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 whole like lungs would just burn, so I just stopped. Exercise indoors. <laughs> it's good. Uh, Living Doll uh, was the song, and so the young ones they all did the characters, and we at the school musical, someone sang Living Doll, and we played the young ones characters. Oh like, yeah, doing the backup singing on this right. thing. So I'd known him since then. Did you wear a wig? Oh yeah, it was definitely like yeah. it was dress up and wigs. Sure, okay. Yeah, and so then. Um, when he started doing comedy, I always kept my eye out for him, and you know, always enjoyed his comedy, and mm-hmm. like, and always found him to be a really fun person to like, you know, hang around with. Yeah. And uh, again, I'm, I'm like, I'm not, you know, like, uh, these are just my impressions of sure. like, it's so hard to have this conversation, of you know, it once is. this it's weird. sort of thing happens. Well, that's who the person was. So, so um, he had one of my favorite. This is a weird thing as well, but he had one of my, he did one of my favorite things anyone's ever done for me. Sorry, I'm going to put down my, <laughs> I feel You're like I'm going to, a beer and, I'm uh, going to need the beer for this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing shows in Tasmania, which was where he was living. And, uh, I left my jacket. I had like a, a jacket that I was wearing on stage and there was like a backstage area and I think that night so what I was doing I'd normally take my show jacket off and then like go and have a drink or whatever right. and that night you know we went straight home from somewhere else and I left my jacket at the club Yeah. and uh, next day I've got back there jacket's you know where it was hanging that's yeah. fine and I put my jacket on and in the pocket of the jacket was, was a child pornography <laughs> <laughs> so in retrospect <laughs> I feel like I should have seen it coming. (laughs) (laughs) My apologies, Your Honor. Uh, (laughs) Um, Was a a sleeve of photographs. 
Oh. Um, so this is like in the period of time where, you know, still you'd like get a... Yeah. It was one of those times where you could get like a disposable sort of like camera. Like it was like one of those yeah. cardboard box cameras. Yeah. You know how they had their like four years of glory oh, yeah. Yeah. in between when we had cameras and yeah. when we had phones. <laughs> yeah, you just pull up some somewhere, buy a camera, take some pictures, take it down to the shop, have it to... Oh, it was brilliant. Man. I remember. It was brilliant, but no, if you ever it. went to a wedding in that year yeah. where that was the only good technology, yes. there was a thing where people would have them on their tables. Every table. And everybody would take photos. I always thought that was fun. I'd still like to do that. Me too. But I'm sure you probably can't even buy those cameras now. No, they aren't really around anymore. Is that yeah, if you go in to buy one, some guy just yells at you like, don't you have a phone? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so... It was like that sort of thing. So like a sleeve of um, uh, photographs, maybe 24, 36 photographs. I'm yeah. not sure, but like a bunch of photographs. Yeah. I open the photographs. In this, uh, like 24 photographs or 36 photographs, it is all these various sites of Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Tourist attractions. Yeah. Local things, whatever. All of them have someone wearing my jacket oh my god and this is just a day later in a day that's right? brilliant like there's a there's an old lady my favorite one i still have this yeah. but my favorite one is this old lady in my jacket like she's got to be 80 just giving the camera the finger <laughs> <laughs> but there's like guys dressed who, who sailed the tall ships there's like yeah. a girl doing the drive-thru at mcdonald's like They've taken my jacket. That's like pretty amazing. He, and I guess he and the other comics, or just yeah. he or whatever, has gone around Tasmania yeah. and given my jacket a tour of Tasmania and all That's the sides. amazing. Got everyone to wear it and take a photo. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. And like, so even though that we didn't know each other that well, I always had like, you know, really quite fond. Sure. Like, that, A, that's a really funny thing to do. Yep. Like, that's a lot to commit to one joke. It is. But B, I was kind of like, that's a sweet thing to do for someone who's in town. Yeah. And I think I'd been complaining to him that I didn't really have time to have a look around. So I think right. the kind of the joke was, I thought that was kind of nice, right? So, out of the blue, I'm uh, driving home one day. And how long, how long, so is he, are you going to go into the story now, what you hear? Yeah. Okay, so how long have you, you known him? you can ask him? anything How long have you known him now? Oh, so... Now I've known him uh, 10 or 15 years. Oh, okay. And, is, and he, made, is he he's well known now? He's doing comedy in Australia. Uh-huh. Uh, he's doing breakfast radio in Tasmania. Oh, okay. And again, like this is all, like, I mean, there's been what a trial and he's gone to prison. So it's not like, uh, you know, and all this is on the public record. Right. And, you know, I'm not going to... How, how many people live in Tasmania? Eight. It's no. not a lot, right? <laughs> no, I don't. Like, uh, not millions. It's not millions, right? No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not like a. What's their biggest city? Is it uh, Hobart? And how many people live? How how big is that? Uh, you know what? I really don't know. Um, I would say there's less. I mean, half a million, but maybe oh, okay. I'm being disrespectful. Yeah. Or maybe I'm actually. I don't. I I literally have no idea. God, I wish we had some way to look it up on the internet. <laughs> okay, you keep talking. <laughs> what is I'll the look population of Hobart? <laughs> Uh, so it's a great place, Tasmania. Uh, my understanding is there's not as many people there as there used to be because you know people have you know gone to other states for jobs and stuff like that. Yeah, city center. I don't stuff. tour there as much as I would like to because it's like one of those places that's almost impossible because of the cost of getting there and like touring around and everything's expensive because yeah. there's one hotel to actually go it's down really there. That? And, like, Ah, it's not it's not quite that, but it's kind of that. Really? And here are that here are the three days this year you can have the venue. <laughs> because we have to have everything here. 
You've got to understand that there are also high school dead bulls that need to happen in this room. That's insane. Yeah. I don't know if I could live somewhere like that, but... Oh, it's, it has the, one of the best museums and art galleries in the entire world. Uh, Mona, the Museum of Old and New Art. It's uh, stunning. Like Really? Yeah. I was down there doing... They have some local comedy rooms there. A guy called Gavin Baskerville runs some really cool... Because I don't get down there to do my actual tour. Right. Uh, when I can, when I'm in the country... Like, Gav just flies me down and I do his shows. Like, it's his oh, local nice. room. Yeah. It's fun. At least I get to go down there and yeah. get to support local comedy and, and that sort of thing. And they were, I mean, those guys in particular, that local, that Tasmanian local comedy scene. Yeah. Like, it's not a big comedy scene. That's so where when Luke one McGregor of your, is from. Right. The famous Luke McGregor. So when one of your, um, you know, more famous people, which was Goes. this guy, yeah. like, something like this happens, it, it particularly affected the whole... Tasmanian oh, the whole yeah, everyone kind of comedy scene. Yeah, that right? makes sense. So, um, oh yeah, I've known him for like about ten or fifteen years. Uh, I've helped him get work. Okay. The, the job that he did on TV, uh, he hosted like a TV show on the ABC as well about like collecting antiques and quirky things. Like oh, yeah. it was one of those sort of shows. Yeah. And um, uh, called called the Collectors, which led to a. A series of off-colour jobs by <laughs> people <laughs> when this shit all went down. <laughs> right. Yeah, and uh, and well, I had helped him get that job because I sent yeah. him along to the audition to do like for warm-up. They're looking for a warm-up guy, and someone said to me, "Hey, do you know who's anyone who's funny who's living in Tasmania?" Mm-hmm. And I sent him along to the to the warm-up audition, and he was so good they ended up getting him to host the show oh, so okay. again I always felt like even though I never really watched that show or anything yeah and we weren't in like in touch we had each other's phone numbers yeah sure I get right? it right so yeah, that's something yeah I know guys like this okay so how, how, how big's Hobart did we find uh, out uh, less than 200,000 it says oh, here there you go. so yeah, it's not that big there you go okay. it's not that big so um I know I'm home in Australia when I hear the news I can remember where I was. And that's weird because... Yeah. Like, I'm nearly 40. Like, I'm 40 in a month. And I, I realized the other day that just, like, whole periods of my life are just blurs. Now. Yeah, there's a... Especially, it's more... It, it's also a, a thing with guys where we don't have a linear... We're not as linear with our uh, memories. Right. We, we sort of have these moments that... that Is that right? Up. Is that, yeah, like, a real I've, thing? I've read that once. The guys have less linear... I don't know. That's women, my women favorite, have a more that's linear... That's my favorite Tofop fact. Read that once. <laughs> the amount of times I have launched into something as fact on this show that could be described as, well, I read this once. And when I say I read this, what I meant is I read the headline where it said, why salt is actually good for you. And I skimmed the first few that's paragraphs. Enough. And then I thought, after that, they're going to tell me all the reasons it isn't good for me. And I don't want to hear that. As shit. I like to call it, enough for Fofa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. That was uh, I, yeah, I read that. And then I have a similar thing where I was, uh, for a summer, I worked in the, the um, public defender's office in Marin County. Uh, in the file room I would just do that in, for a couple of summers <laughs> and then I would just sit there and read people's files I knew right and I, there's a guy uh, a guy I grew up with and I knew and he had and I opened his file and it was all this child molestation stuff oh my god yeah he was being investigated 
so I I have this really like like I remember opening the like there's nothing else in that whole room and I read tons of stuff about people I knew there's nothing else where I remember just opening and turning the pages like I do that like it was just shocking it it actually made me think and I remember at the time it made me think well no it probably wasn't at the time but I think it was like afterwards when I was talking about it with someone and I was explaining to them that I could remember every moment yeah of when I found out um I was then having a conversation with them of like, well, what other moments in your life do you remember everything about? Like, can you describe the whole day? And like, one of the things in my mind is the first day that Amy and I met, I remember that entire day. We met at like nine o'clock at night, but I have complete memories of that entire day. So obviously it was like one of those things where your mind goes, I want to remember this. Right. And I had that with Heather, because we knew each other but I remember, I remember every little bit about me asking her out that that day, and I also remember what we broke up. We got back together, and the day we got back together, I remember every single like m- like every moment of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People in the future are going to be like, "Where are you going to? Where were you when you found out that Princess Diana died?" And I said, "I don't know." It's not. But I can tell you where I was <laughs> when I heard time. out one of my friends was a bit dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to undersell with a bit dodgy, by the way. I'm making. I've never had to think so much about what I've said on this podcast. Of course, well, it's weird. I am. Um, well, people. Everyone has a different reaction to this kind of stuff. Oh, and you know Everyone's what? Everyone's been touched by it. And know. I don't want to. Um, all I'm trying to like do is put out there like what my thing is and put no judgments on it. Right. Like, just I explain you. what I, you know, from my point of view. And hopefully enough time has passed that anyway I can talk about it yeah. in this way. Um, but by the way, this is not what we planned. <laughs> Hey, no, I called you up this morning and I said, hey, Will, let's do a, a pedophilia episode. Just hear me out. Hear me out. Just pedophilia do you have any? Do you have any stories? <laughs> well, Dave. You're not going to believe this, but I do. I just, I can just imagine if, like, there's anyone who, uh, when the show was named the best podcast of the year, on iTunes who was never like oh, you know what oh. I'd never really looked at that but you know what if iTunes thinks it's the best podcast yeah. of the year maybe I'll you know what I'll just tune into and the first the one, one they put up on the new year oh <laughs> god ruined ruined so I have this pho- photographic memory of, of, of this day um, oh, by the way because we'll probably talk about this in another episode now I was going to talk about today the fact that um, my sister has had a baby. I've, oh, yeah, but um, I feel like that's not an appropriate topic it's to bring a up weird, in the middle of this conversation. So I feel like we'll just let's. Yeah, this was on the day that that happened. We'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Time. Right. Um, so uh, I remember driving by car near my house, and I got a message on my phone um, from Justin. Uh huh. Is Justin friends with this guy? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, in the same way as right, I, you are. I am. Friends like we're with comedy this guy. friends. Right. It's like comedy Mike, friends. It's yeah. like Marion talks about. You're a tribe. You're nomads. You go out somewhere. And you haven't seen someone in two years, and you sit down and you start talking to him like you saw him yesterday. That's just how we kind of operate. Right. There is a, a there is a level of familiarity you're allowed to just start at. Yes. Because of the nature of the way that we work and right. our relationships are like that. Right. No one ever sits you down and says, but you just. Like you can carry conversations over years. Yeah, it's crazy. And and you can love someone. Like 
love someone, like be at a festival and have dinner with them ten times yeah. in the festival, and then not see and them then, for seven yes. years. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> and not once in your psychotic yeah. comedy mind ever think, ah, I should like uh, give them a call. For <laughs> like if you did that, they wouldn't hang out with you next time when they saw you. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Justin's like sent me a message, but I did not get the message because I was driving. Right. So I like I, I I try really hard not to look at my phone when I drive. Yeah, I think sure. it's like a really terrible thing that people do, and yeah, I know it how can easy, kill people. right? Yeah, easily kill people. Yes, easily. and I see people doing it all the time. Oh my god. It's getting worse. It's getting much worse. People the, now the don't, people even, who are don't now, even look up. No, people are people are now holding the phone in front of them. What? In, directly in front of them while they drive above above the steering wheel. It's crazy to watch. You can... Oh, some people are like driving along with like, you know, those beer can hats. They've got like a phone. <laughs> on their Actually, that's fine. That's probably fine. That's probably totally We probably reasonable. should put that out. That's, no that's, a good, that's, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> We should we can counteract the Google glasses with the, the phone hat. And, and for the more adventurous man, phone on one side and beer on the other. Yes, like, I love that know. guy. So I um, I, I'm driving along. I'm listening to uh, the radio at the same time. Mm-hmm. Remember radio guys? Yeah, it was like podcasting. Those were the days. Shit that you didn't want to listen to. Yeah. And um, by the way, when you get a new car. You just get Bluetooth, and then it'll just read your text to you. What's well, it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, what's it? Okay. I mean, good advice. Thanks. <laughs> Not really the point of the story, but I appreciate you chipping in with a little bit of handy advice. I'm just trying to keep people safe. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he. Um, so it's on the news. Anyway, is the point. I'm listening to Triple J, and it's like, so they have the big ABC news, and so, like, it hits the hour, and it's on the news, and I pull over my car, and I read the message from Justin, who's basically just sent me a message to say, you know, you like, something sh- shit's about to go down, and then we're on the phone, because, like, he's about the only person that I can talk to about right. it. Right. And so, my, my, my first, the first thought that you have is... Someone's just been accused of something. So what, what has he been accused of at this point? Uh, like, he had been arrested uh-huh. in a sting. So, Ooh. yeah. that's See, that, that... Sting's not good. Yeah. Like, it's better to be arrested actually inside sting. <laughs> than, like, <laughs> yeah, but because just, of, <laughs> the problem with that is, is this tantric sex is involved and it's like an eight-hour ordeal. So I'm not sure. It's hard to get away. That's, that's how they catch you. Still inside him. <laughs> if you're inside anyone else, you can make a quick getaway. That's but right. with Sting, not it's sting. like... Well, it's a whole day gone. I mean, I was, <laughs> we'd been four hours. I was three-quarters of the way out. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's st- like that's so when you're trying to rationalise these things based on no evidence <coughs> at the start, you look at you know you try to CSI yourself or law and order it yourself by yeah. working out like how a bad thing is not good. Like if I heard right. like they found it, yeah. like, I'd be like, well, that because people have been arrested and it's because they went to download something else and that downloaded on their computer. Like Absolutely. that happens. Like there's a lot of ways that that shit can get on your computer that you didn't. Absolutely. Like right? someone else can access it. Like a lot of shit can happen. Teens are getting arrested for sexting if like, you know, a 16-year-old sends a naked 
right. like pitch it right. to another sixteen-year-old. Yeah, but like, I still, so I still imagine- say you can still send me those texts. I have, uh, <laughs> I have a software that will delete it. <laughs> Dave's, Dave's, so Dave's I'm, make, I'm safe. Dave's I'm, making I'm on a your list. Side. <laughs> Dave's come up with an antivirus blocker. What you have to do is send the pics first to him. Then he runs it through his <clears throat> my own personal Snapchat. Um, so, uh, you, you're looking at all those things. Sting, Sting is bad news. Yeah. So this was a, like, there was a whole bunch of people in a range of occupations who were arrested under this thing, but he was one of the more high profile right. people, you know? And, and, they, I, and they were, were, were they sending it back? Was there a ring of them sending it back and forth to each other? That kind of stuff? Even to this day, I'm not a hundred percent sure of that, uh-huh. but from what I understand of like what I read about the court case and all those sort of things, it's more like there's a like a server and a place. So like you know gotcha. it's like you know it's like the dark web. Gotcha. You gotta yep. Yep. like it's so what it turned out to be was much beyond because like at the start, uh, here's what you think. Yeah. If you're trying to like if you're immediately thinking this is <clears throat> this doesn't sound like the dude that I know. My I first, can, you wanna know what my first thought would be? Yeah what? That he was surfing on the web and looking at porn and he right. accidentally clicked on some shit that took him to a place and that was on his computer and that's right. what happened. That's your first, that is your, that would be my that's first, your first defensive Yes, thought. that'd be my first defensive Right. Thought. As it turns out, this wasn't shit that you could, like, you can click on whatever you want to click on. <laughs> you spend all day fucking clicking. <laughs> like, anything that just pops up gotcha. that you click on, <clears throat> no, you have to yeah. like, you have to go to places where you know how to click. Gotcha. So this is like, but we didn't know that at the time. This right. is all stuff that, this is more stuff that came out, you know, once the court case right. happens. There was a period of like months, maybe even a year where it's just accusations. So you're left to fill in your own And blanks. was he in jail that whole time or did he get released? Uh, no, he was out. He was definitely he was out, out and about yeah. for a while. I think you get like. I think he was on parole pretty much the uh-huh. whole time until. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you're talking about a person who, and in this period again, you, like I'm trying to set the mindset of we don't know at this stage if he's innocent or guilty of these things. I'm just right? thinking in that window before it goes to trial. That's a pretty great one-man show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because huh? th- well, from that the f- from the very first moment, what you you first thought is this. It's not an all ages show. <laughs> no. It's definitely midnight. <clears throat> Adults only. Um, the irony. That's what they yeah. call it. Adults only. The irony. <laughs> um, from the very first moment the accusation happens, yeah. whether you know this person is innocent or guilty, yeah, his career is over. Yes. With that accusation, it's over. E- even if he is, even if he is innocent. It is over. Right. Unless he's Roman Polanski or Woody Allen. And I don't know how the cops are in Australia, but here I think they... I feel like American cops would be a little more reckless and arrest the person, but why do I feel like in Australia they would be like, okay, let's make sure that if we're going to ruin someone, we've got it right. Right. And that's... that. Unfortunately, that is... From the very first moment... That, like, particularly in a case like this where there has to be a lot of like tracking things sure. and, and like you know you know that this person's high, pro- high profile mm-hmm. if you're going to go out there and arrest someone who's high profile yeah. chances are you've you, got some evidence saying that they actually did this yeah thing. you've got to yeah at the very least to the public I mean that's what 
<laughs> most of us think. We've all watched television shows. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we know that they go into the lieutenant's office and she goes, make sure you cross all your T's and dot your I's on this one. Yeah. But you know, if you know, okay, so let, let's go with the, the first thing, which is that start right from now, because I would have said before this that if you ask me what is the worst thing, like on the planet, I'm going to say that it is like pedophilia. You, you are, because uh, well, you are. Yeah, I mean, it's between, I mean, I don't think no, there's. Well, we could, no, we don't have to have a worse thing. But, no, but, right, but I think there's, I, I could say there's three things that okay, are all in the well, same category. Which are? Murder, rape, and pedophilia to me are, are three things that are pretty. Look, it's but, one of those things. It's one of those things, like you know, you know, like you know, like with the Barrys. It's like, well, they were just the seven best shows of the festival. Why do we have to rank them now? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? like, it's more subjective. No, I agree with you. Like, I mean, the thing about the thing about doing something to a kid is you can kill their soul at right. a young age. So it's just horrendous. and I think and and but also and look, I'm not trying to split them. By the way, I'm happy to concede your point that let's agree that yes. they're all equally as terrible, yes. right? Yes. But. Because some people would say, well, murder is more terrible because you're dead. But I've seen, uh, like, the, you see the damage that something no. like pedophilia does, not only to the person in their whole life, but to the people Everybody. around them, to the next year. Like, the amount of people who are sex offenders who were offended sexually themselves. Oh, yeah. it starts like, the whole thing. And, right. And that, it's, no, it's, it's, yeah, it, I put it up there with murder. Right. I, no, I agree. Well, I, okay. So, anyway, let's, okay, I, I'm with you on that. Mm. I'm happy to say that if you'd said to me beforehand what is like is pedophilia like the worst thing you can do I would say yes it's the worst it's equal right. worse with murder and sure rape. I agree it, well it's rape anyway yeah. like you know what I mean like yeah so but I so I so suddenly I'm in a situation where you've come up to me and said and I've never had this before in my life but somebody that you know but now here's where I want to I want to make a distinction now he's just accused of downloading stuff and not actually physically touching anyone, right? Right. So, okay. So that was probably the point I got lost in when we were talking about that, which was this. I find it very hard, philosophically, to split the idea of somebody literally having sex with a, a child and someone who downloads pornography of people having sex with a child. And I will tell you why. Because without the person downloading it, the thing does not doesn't happen does not happen if there's no demand for that uh, it is not uh, like those videos but is that, that true these are people, they actually selling them or do they just trade like I don't know how it works like uh, do they sell them or do they there's just a, no there's enough of them there's like community and you know and it's often I mean there was a big case unfortunately as it turned out this is one of those classic ones online if someone wants to have an argument with me about whether gay people should be able to be parents there's two guys who really fucked it up for everybody else oh really which is one of them was an Australian dude and these two dudes who were married uh, uh, adopted a child and subjected it to oh, the most Jesus. horrendous like yeah. pedophile ring abuse and, right. and it's always like the, if you're That's having an argument with someone online they're yeah. always like this is why we can't like as go. if straight people don't do that right, right. and by the way I don't think that it, like I don't think anyone who should do that should ever be able to be a parent or be near no, children or whatever. Anyway, but that's a different argument. Yeah. But um, I philosophically find those things hard to split because yeah. I don't think that one exists without the other. <laughs> I don't think that you can say, oh, well, I'm just looking at the thing, right? Which... There is, there is part of me that, that feels like... 
the guy looking at it is at least not doing it. And you know what? I've heard arguments made that it might be a release for someone who has those sort of urges. Right. right. When it came to the court case, a lot of the discussion was around the idea of like uh, that he was in the midst of depression and you know psychological like you know that it was a reaction to and you know what i'm not smart enough and don't know enough and don't want to know enough about this case right to know what the the elements of truth in that are right i've been to some pretty dark places in my life i think we all have and i think we've all done some shit that we um well like wouldn't be particularly proud of why are you looking at me like that (laughs) (laughs) so it was an elephant. I was in, it was on safari. It was a thing. Um, my wife and I had a discussion about this recently because uh, Paul Gim Martin has his uh, podcast, the, the Mental, mental Illness, illness Happy, Happy Hour, Hour. <clears throat> and and a pedof the guy's not a pedophile. A guy who has urges to to touch children wrote this essay about what it was like being him, even though he had never yep. committed the act. And to me, it was really like, holy shit, like, I've never read anything like this. Right. And then I talked to my wife about it, who my wife has a, my wife is a doctor of psychology. And, and I said, what's the deal with this? Like, so how does it happen? And she said, you just get your, your attraction to, like, say you're, you're eight and you're attracted to other eight-year-olds. And then you turn 10 and you're still attracted to eight-year-olds. Like, you just stay there. And so I was like, because I didn't understand it, because the way the guy had written it, I was like, I can't even wrap my brain around this. And I go, well, well, can they, can they, can they stop it? And she, and she was like, well, some of them can. Like it's just like they've they've sort of stopped there. But if they go through you know intense therapy and all this other shit, it's possible that they can you know break out of it and and turn into you know be attracted to normal aged people but the weird thing is that this guy looked at adults the way we look at kids that's what just blew my mind like to him having sex with another adult was disgusting right so I'm always very grateful that I'm not born with any particular I think I would kill myself but but you're but that's with the self-awareness of somebody who you know and and the thing is that Often when it comes to like topics like this, you know, you are talking in degrees. Like we're a right. gener- like we're a generation that thinks of and by the way, this is not me comparing gay people to pedophilia. Like I need oh, to I point that on that. Right. Like I don't know if I'd say anything. No, no, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Because I know that like anyone can misconstrue. The whole point I'm trying to make is this that not that long ago, I, and even today, even today bigoted people still compare oh, those oh, yeah. two things right? Oh, yes. people all the time. say right yeah, all the time so we're of a generation where we go oh well okay no I understand and even in the, the period of time that we've been doing this podcast the things that have been explained to me about like transsexuality and intersex and those sort of things I've, I've learned more from doing the podcast about those sort of things than any other time in my I, life I, that I just did not have the awareness of and I think even just more broadly in society over the last sort of four or five years you actually have seen awareness of things like that change. We had a hermaphrodite in our forum for a while. It was crazy. It, I, I think, and that's, I felt so. I felt so sad for her because the stuff she said she had to go through it was really. I mean, but it would be. 
Yo, my God, I can't imagine. Did you see the dude with two dicks on Reddit? I couldn't believe that. It Was that like a... Well, it seemed to be like a real thing, It was right? real. I, I read it. I was like, this is real. This is like a two-dick dude. The guy has dude. two dicks. <laughs> and one get, the right gets hard and the left sometimes gets hard. Sometimes lets him down, but he's like, bye. He's, yeah, that was the weird thing. He was bi. That, that wasn't the only weird thing. That's two dicks. <laughs> no, that was the weird thing. <laughs> but um, sometimes he put them both in. Right. Well, I mean, sometimes it would be hard not to, I <laughs> imagine, right? They're both right there. Yeah, true. Um, my point being this, that our understanding of, and like, you know, you look up to, to history. Again, I'm not endorsing these sort of things. I'm talking about what our perception of these things are. We're happy to put Miley Cyrus in her underpants on the yeah, I can't even. VMAs yeah. or whatever. We, you know, the, the American apparel ads. But yeah, that's they're a, children. We, we, we put children in outfits all the time that are going to set people with those thoughts off. And then, like, I, you see yeah, kids I walking totally around agree. the airport with, like, juicy it's on their, insane. like, you know, track pants and stuff yeah. like that. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Again. Just sexualizing young people is... Just all over the place. Yeah. And, and there was eras in history where it was very normal and natural for that sort of thing to happen. It However, still is in some places where they marry super young. I think it's still oh Saudi God. Arabia. I think they still marry... We don't know half of the shit that's happening in no, this it's world. horrifying. I've been, but also not even like, like, I was like, because I, I, I got obsessed by, they must be able to hear that, you think? They've got to be able to hear that. That was insane. <laughs> uh, I, I read a lot about, um, I don't know how much you knew about Mandela. Were you a Nelson Mandela? Did you, were you across Nelson Mandela? I, I, the, 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 a little bit, but the, the but I, I went to South Africa and I went to his cell uh, and I learned a lot about Island. him there. Yeah. yeah. So we got taught about like I grew up in the era of like you know apartheid was like a, a big issue in Australia, uh, particularly because of, like a, a lot of our sporting teams play South African sporting right. teams, so there was a big ban on any of that happening. So there was like rebel cricket tours and rebel rugby right. union tours that went there and people went on blacklists and you know like it was really yeah it was a pretty yeah big time because you weren't meant to go right and and it was one of those things where so I was always very aware of Nelson Mandela sure but as it turned out I don't think I was as aware of him as I should have been as a citizen of this world because when he died the same way. <laughs> like I was just I read everything and shit just blew me away and then that movie came out like the, along yeah. with the freedom like I haven't seen it it's one of those mo- you know it's not brilliant but I was really moved by it because I think the timing and because I didn't know enough yeah. about that story and stuff but there was a couple of things in that moment because he died and the movie came out like that would right I know right? yeah and the whole world was mourning except there must have been at least one PR in Hollywood just going oh yeah this is the fucking greatest time well, uh, no not of life. <laughs> and he wasn't quiet about it either he came into the office and he's like Larry good news like yeah I guarantee it he's like bam over the top we nailed it so I by was the like, way I was in the I now, was there's, in now a, there's a plane going over yeah. ahead so helicopter I was in a uh I was at the World Cup at the final game, and he came out and like did a little spin around the stadium on a little uh, golf cart, and uh, and it was one of those things where you could feel like I've never experienced that before, where you could feel the feeling of the stadium, where people were like, "This guy 
is. I, I mean, what he did was so amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's yeah. People are so bad. Like when it, when uh, he died, you know, you, you always hear people coming out. Well, he was a terrorist. Yeah, I know. Okay. And I'm like, well, you know what he was. But if you know anything about his story, you know that they tried to be non-violent. Like, I mean, this yeah. was a dude. I'll run you through some of my quick highlights from what I've learned uh-huh. so far. Firstly, I love that he had an arranged marriage in his village that he just ran away from. Like, notorious... Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, mate, That's he's awesome. got some shit. Yeah. Like, in his personal life was yeah. a fucking mess. <laughs> like, Mandela should be so grateful. He was not, like, a 25-year-old trying to get into politics in the age oh, of Twitter. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, he had yeah, some fucking yeah, Anthony yeah. Weiner shit going on <laughs> over the shop. Like, <laughs> so he's run yeah. away from his village because he was meant to get married to someone else. Yeah. He's gone to the city, started practicing law. I mean, again... As uh, the first black lawyer ever in South Africa. Oh, he was? Um, but oh. didn't, hadn't finished his law degree. Didn't oh, okay. finish well, until when he was in prison. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, I mean, there was, had, had like uh, four kids with one woman. Yeah. Yeah, left her. Like, you know, the Winnie Mandela thing. Like, I mean, yeah. he, had a, he had a pretty, like, uh, gra- he got kicked out of, like, school for, like, disagreeing with someone on the school. He was like a real rebel from yeah. the start. But his forgiveness when he came out of prison after how badly they had been treated. Well, that's amazing. Treated. I mean, just being in the cell and knowing how long he was in there, it's like, wow, really? And the fact that they offered him, they so many times, they bribed him, they, they wanted him to essentially agree to something much less, but he was willing to die. Yes. He And they all agreed, all of them that who'd been on trial, they agreed that they were willing to die rather, rather than like compromise. Yeah. And I think that's just... That's amazing. But to then to come out of prison and not punish. Like, yeah. to try to... Pretty hard. Yeah, fucking yeah. amazing. Anyway, so... Uh, it, uh... It happens. And you try to think in that situation... What, what, do, what do I say? Like, uh, what do I do? Like, yeah. do I reach out to him? Right. Because if, like... Which I imagine not a lot of people are doing... Wow. So here's my first thought: is if this was me, I would kill myself. Yes. Like me if too. I got caught doing this, yeah, I would kill myself without a doubt. Even if I was, maybe if I was innocent, I would not kill myself. Mm-hmm. Like in that hope that I would be like, this is all some terrible, terrible mistake, and I can, and that's what I, I think. Right. I guess that's what I would say on the first day. I would just say. Like, it's hard to know how you would react in that situation. Right. I'm sure you've got lawyers and stuff telling you what to do. Yeah, right. But if I thing. know that I had not done anything wrong, I would, like, literally be on every TV news, right. everything just saying, this is the biggest mistake. Like, I, I don't understand what's going on. Right. Must, they must be thinking of Adam Hills. Are you guys thinking of Adam Hills? <laughs> People get us confused a lot. <laughs> the one time in my life that would be really handy <laughs> um, I guess but anyway so my, my first thought is like in that situation I guess you've got to assume that someone is innocent until they are proven guilty right yeah and I thought well he's my friend like well you know friend enough like if I heard that you had been in a car accident and someone got killed but you were like uh it was their fault they walked out in traffic or like, you know, there'd been some right. sort of, like, I, I, I think that I would reach out to you in that situation. Right. Yeah. 
What would you do if if everything I've described to you so far has happened? What what would you do? Do you just cut them off forever, yeah. just based immediately on the accusation? Yeah. Because right now, I do. I, 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 and sorry, I, I do. Yeah. I understand that, but it, isn't that a terrible thing to do? If they're innocent, sure. Right. Right. So you know how this ends. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. Oh, God, how does it end? No, well, I mean, you know that he, the dude was guilty. Oh, okay. I wouldn't be able to, like... Uh, for a minute there, I thought you were going to say he was innocent. But even if he's innocent... Fuck, yeah, I, I don't think I... Once the, once the charges are made... I mean, unless yeah. it's a really, really close friend, at which point I might be like, what's up? Yeah, right. Tell me. Like, if it was one of my clo- my inner circle, like if Greg... If Greg... I, yeah. I would, like, call up Greg and go, tell me what's going on. Tell me the fucking truth. You tell it to me, and even then, after you told me, I don't know if I if he said he was innocent. I don't know if I talked to him again. Right. But I, I might make that initial thing. But if it was someone I, like, if it was another stand-up, like if it was uh, Kamal Nanjiani, I would be like, <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> by the way, just in case, I feel like this is an episode. That, like when I get my little chart back from Lipson of who's listened, mostly lawyers. Uh, <laughs> but, but Camille's like a guy I like. I right. know I know pretty well, but we don't hang out a lot. You know, we don't go to each other's houses or anything like that. So, so we're we're like stand-up friends, uh-huh. right? If he got busted doing something like that, I don't know. I wouldn't call him. Yeah, I didn't call, but I did send a text message. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me, it didn't say booyah. <laughs> it was emojis. <laughs> and- <laughs> Just, oh my god! It took me ages to find the appropriate ones. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're just tiny little pictures. <laughs> a sad face doesn't work. Right. That could be. I mean, uh, it, in it really, I, I thought about it a lot because I wanted to assume the best of him, and from yeah. everything that I knew about him, I did not think that this would be true. My yeah, gut instinct was. You can't know someone and know what their sexual thing is right that's the thing about it you can't anybody could be anything and I'm I agree with you 100% on that as well I certainly was like well you never know anybody and this is like to me this is your your worst thing this is like this is the moment you've never in your life had to make a decision on anyone because I've never known anyone who's murdered someone and I've never known anyone who has been a well I may know someone who's like raped somebody statistically but I've never known of like I've never been friendly with someone who I has known has right in fact the one person who I believe that I do know like from what I've heard I am not friendly with at all right based on pretty much that thing yeah yeah and so uh, it was it was like honestly one of those moments in my life where I'm like I I'm so tormented and conflicted by this yeah because there's two there's one of two things that are going on now which is like that either someone that I know and like is being accused of one of the worst things in the world and they are innocent of that Mm -hmm. thing which is terrible yes because their life will be ruined yes or even worse than that somebody that I know and like has done yes one of the most terrible things yes and even if there are extenuating circumstances that went to mental illness or place in life or whatever, I feel bad, firstly, for the victims of it, which are the people who are in the 
things mm-hmm. but then I feel bad that someone's in a point in their life or like there's just there's no good right basically right right in this situation it's all terrible yeah what do you do and so I decided that I would partly respect the presumption of innocence uh-huh. which was that I would send a pretty generic text message yeah that's was more to do with and so I, I can't remember what I said exactly and it probably wouldn't be appropriate to reveal it anyway but it was something along the lines I, I was most worried that he was going to kill himself right and so it was something along the lines of I hope you're around people who you know you can who can look after you right now or something right. like that so nothing about what had happened whether he'd done it mm-hmm. whether blah 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 but just more to yeah you know yeah because like that, that's what I was terrified about did he respond yep and he did and his response to me without saying you know hey I'm innocent and this is all blah blah right. blah gave me the impression that perhaps you know maybe there was more to it than uh, you know as uh, it turned out um, and so then you speculate yeah like with your friends you speculate and you do start to draw lines which is how we got onto this fucking topic in the first place <laughs> oh my god what a terribly depressing a, this way is the worst podcast to start we've ever... the new year <laughs> worst podcast I would yeah um it's you start to make your own justifications in your mind which is like oh well you know what if it's like, if it's like, oh, he just likes Jap- 17-year-old Japanese schoolgirls or whatever. Right, you right. know what? Like, uh, I know technically. Yeah. Like, that's, but, you know, maybe we could kind of be like. Yeah. I mean, like, there's plenty of, like, healthy, sec- what we consider to be, or what society considers to be healthy, people with healthy sexualities who fantasize about girls dressed as schoolgirls. Sure. You can't go onto the internet and look at pornography without there being like uh, whole schoolgirl sections. We just talk about everyone shaving themselves. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Right. You know, like it's, so you do have that sort of thing where you're like, well, maybe there's some leeway. Sure. No. But there's not. No, there isn't. And so, so anyway, there was a, years later, there was a a court case and he was found guilty and he went to prison. Well, it took like a, definitely a, there was a, considerable amount of time a year year and a half and how long did he go to jail for uh i think like six or six or twelve months he'd served some six time or twelve months yeah he had served some some time previously like you know and i think like you know they i think and again i don't want to like get too bogged down in the details of what actually happened because i don't know enough about it right. either but the thing that really like fucked him like was that you have to download a certain program to uh, you get these get, sort of images. Yeah, yeah. And at one stage, there was a news story about how cops, like all the FBI, who was it, ASIO, whoever investigates these things, was onto this particular network. And at that time, he changed networks, like, you know, as in, like, to another thing. Yeah. So, like, the thing that really was, like, it's hard to prove that it was all a bit of a mistake. When he's when, covering like, his tracks. When you're covering your tracks. Yeah. And so that was kind of, like... And so, again, like, this is, this is probably the most confronting thing that... Because the idea of, like, when somebody that you like does something that you think is... Reprehensible. And reprehensible. Yeah. It's a very... It's a very confronting thing. Of to, course it is. It's weird. Well, it's, you know... You're supposed to be a human in that instance, right? I think the thing that I find the most confronting about it is that I feel like 
I can never talk to this person again and I can never be friends with this person again because of what right. they've done. Right. But I don't actually feel like that. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't, like, I literally, I, there's so much of me that yearns to make an excuse for it or yearns to understand it, but I can't. Intellectually, I can't. No, I can't either. No, I can't. And I, and I can't. And that's the thing that's hardest about it is. Yeah. Like, I, I can't. Right. I just can't find it. No, it's even if it even if there is it, I can't. No, find it isn't. It. It's a different way of thinking. Like you can't, if you're not someone who does that sort of thing, you can't. I can't understand. I it. don't understand. I don't. I don't especially, you know, you have, you have nieces and nephews. Like I have a son. Right. Like, to me, it's like, what? Like what the fuck? Like I think I, no, I think no. everyone knows. Like, my wife knows that if anyone ever did anything like that to my kid, I would probably kill the person. Right. I'm that guy. Like, right. I would probably kill the person. Well, I think you're most guys. Yeah. Like, most guys, that's why we have laws. Yeah, I don't because know Because like, yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, but that is the whole point of laws. Right. Like, without wanting to go into a Louis C.K. bit, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I'm going to send this tape to Louie. I'm sure he can make this story funny. It's yours, Louie. I'm not edgy enough to be able to make this cool. Anyway, I hope that's like... Um, we've talked like for an hour. Um, what are people going to think about that? I don't know. Do you think it's okay to put this one up? We know. felt like... A, oh, oh. You have to listen to it. I don't want to have to listen to it back. <laughs> you should send it to like Justin and see what he thinks. <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> run, it, run it through a couple Just of say, filters. Yeah, what, do you, what do you think of this episode? Whether I should put this up or not? I don't know. It's an, you know, I mean, it's uh, a subject. People right. talk about stuff. I mean, I mean, the weird thing is, like, there's still even a part of me that I know that I shouldn't feel guilty about this because, again, I haven't really like got bogged down in it. But I'm trying to talk about what my impressions were. But yeah, it's weird. There's even a part of me that wouldn't want him to hear that I talked about it, as if oh, like, I wonder if he listens to the podcast. But you know what I mean? Like, but even in that way of going, like. Like I, there's a part of me that would feel bad that if he knew that I was but you know what like he's kind of given up all right to feel bad about that hasn't yeah, yeah, he but yeah. I don't know there's another part of me that just I, I see he, so look, many broken people and I my my gut instinct is that something terrible meant that this happened in the first place you look, know yeah but here's the deal if you're doing that you're living with the fear and you know what's coming right. when I was uh, a kid I had a paper route it's interesting and I got tired of doing my paper route yeah you put so them I all started taking dry. the papers and throwing them in the creek right. yeah. I couldn't I couldn't live with that right. and the terror of being discovered was overwhelming yeah. every time the phone would ring like fuck they figured it out like so I can't imagine doing something that would irreparably change your life forever and then living with it day to day. Right. Like, he knew what was coming the whole time. He knew, he knew eventually right. it ends. You get, you, and they you all, know, they get but, caught. They but get but anyone caught. in life who's ever sat on a secret like that, anyone who's ever cheated on someone or anyone who's ever, like, you know, I don't know, like, stolen something from someone or at work, put your name on something that wasn't somebody else's or yeah. whatever. Like, that feeling, if you're a decent person, burns you up, yes. right? Yes. I can't even imagine what having a secret like this. Oh no, I can't either. Would be like. Mm-mm. Anyway, I, I, like I hope that people have enjoyed this. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think about it. I mean, 
the people who are really affected by this subject, who knows if they enjoyed it. Well, I'm assuming if they're very affected by it, they turned it off turned early. Turned it off, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe should, should I not put Maybe it up because sh- of people you could, who you, are you, really offended by it? No, because that's life. But you could also put it up with a little forward, like, okay, so... Oh, yeah, this we could do the forward right now. Right. Yeah, okay. That's a good point. We'll end. It feels weird to plug anything at the end of this. So let's, I'm just going to... We'll end. Yeah. And then we'll stop and we'll do the forward. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. All right. Fofo over. I don't even feel the... <laughs>